0: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Touchdown, Anthony Sherman!
1: Oh, I appreciate that one. That was personally just for me, wasn't it?
0: It was just for you. I really had to uh, pull that down from, yeah, what a play.
1: Well, all the other ones went to Tyreek, so I guess, you know, we, we got to give Sherman's oh, credit,
0: right? I got one. Oh,
1: I know. It just seemed like there were so many because you know this was not the game I expected. I admit it. I totally blew the call. They didn't have to come back. They, it wasn't a close game. It was kind of silly, really.
0: <sighs> Welcome back, by the way, Matt. I,
1: I I I'm surprised I can hear you. I thought my eardrums
2: were going to burst from that open.
0: <laughs> we just warned Matt I, a little bit, folks.
2: I am I'm sure that you have you have lost most of your listeners hearing from the podcast for this week from from that explosive beginning, but.
0: Well, you know how it goes. I mean, when I'm told that I don't ever show enthusiasm or uh, change my voice at all, I'm just kind of monotone. I you're
2: having none of that this week.
0: No. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, yeah, quite a game from Kansas City and uh, still wanting to hear where everybody is coming from when they think the Chargers are going to run away with this division because I honestly think Kansas City put it on – What's the right word for that they they basically went into a shell uh going midway through the third quarter on defense,
1: yeah, I mean, you I could don't know say if, that yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know how much of it is to say they went into a shell on defense or they just it's just what you're going to get this year, I mean I think it's just you're gonna get some up and down play and I you know, I said it on Twitter a little bit ago. Good grief. Two two of those some of those really bad drops. And this is a completely different game. I mean, it's forty two, thirty-eight there at the end, and and these two teams keep going at it, and maybe they end up in the fifties for crying out loud. Uh Phillip Rivers got no help from his, his receiving group today. And, and, he's and, he's still just a, and he still threw
0: for four hundred yards. And he's
2: still through for four twenty four and three touchdowns. I mean, that's you're gonna lose a lot of those games. Uh, you know, but they didn't today. I mean, this, 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 this offense is, is for real. I mean, it, it was a little bit different than I expected. I mean, I was I expected a little bit lower scoring game, but I thought we would see some creativity out of the offense. And, oh, yeah, we saw that. Um,
0: well, what really <laughs> stuck to me is Kansas City didn't even use one of their best playmakers most of the day. Travis Kelsey did not have a very good game.
2: Yeah, Kel- Kelsey was kind of quiet, and Kareem Hunt was pretty quiet, too. Um, you know, I mean, had had some tough runs at times, but, you know, this wasn't the, the Kareem Hunt that, you know, we were used to at, all, at times last year. I mean, it was a pretty pedestrian day for him.
0: And, and I have to ask the question, why, when it seems like this game is being, they're trying to run the clock out, why run up the gut three straight times? At least give them a jet sweep motion and make them honest. Tyree Kill runs that. Jet sweep motion, and I don't think he gets drilled. I think they actually—I uh, don't care if he runs the ball or not. I, I just think that it's stupid to just go straight up the gut when they know that's what you're going to do.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's actually one of the takeaways for this game. that I think that offensively, you do have to worry about a bit. Is that I'm 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 not sure that this this offense has shown much through the preseason, and then today of being able to run between the tackles. Uh, you know, I think this is a team that's probably going to get most of its yardage. On the outside, and and if if given the you know the need to pound the ball up the middle, look how they scored those touchdowns. I mean, I think Andy Reid's telling you that he knows that he can't pound the ball up the middle. That's why he was going to the trick plays early to to try and get it into the get it into the end zone. So I think that's a, a point to worry about. You're right. I mean, I I think you'd have to be a little bit more creative at the end there to try and 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 get the yardage that you need because just running up the middle when they're expecting it, this this team can't do that when they're not expecting it.
1: Well, and here's the thing. I am obviously overjoyed at the day that Anthony was able to have, and now we're going with Anthony. It's not Terminator anymore. He gets first name status. But that, <laughs> that's the situation when you have Andrew Wiley as your sixth guy today, at least, uh, to come in, and you line up behind Anthony, and you run down the gut in, in power, out of the eye. I mean,
0: put it but on Wiley, him, you know? wasn't, Wiley wasn't the sixth guy.
1: Yeah, it was
2: Jordan Debbie. They brought him in yeah. to, to do that that heavy line at the end, and it still didn't work.
0: Right, and I, I'm – honestly, I'm really surprised. I thought Debbie was probably going to be the guy that was going to be released for Demetrius Harris to come back. Uh, but if he's playing sixth guy, guy uh, is the sixth offensive lineman, they're not going to release him. Uh, well, but
1: that's a mixed calculation in my mind because Jordan Debbie is not as powerful run blocker as Wiley's, and it's, it's pretty straightforward to me.
2: It's more experience is really the, the the key operative there and everything. And so I, I think – I'm assuming that's why they kind of probably went that direction. Uh, Wiley doesn't have as much experience working in situations like that. But you're right. I mean I, I, I do think that Wiley is probably the more effective blocker in a situation like that. And I think they were just probably going for experience.
0: You know, my big takeaway from this game is that Kansas City's offense is going to be something to watch this season. Uh, they have a lot of different playmakers, and you saw Travis Kelsey not be used much in this game. They tried to run a couple of things at him, and it just didn't work out. He had a big drop uh, early in the third quarter, I believe, and his one catch was effective, but it's, you know, it's something that you don't expect from Travis Kelsey. What I will say, though, is I did like what I saw from Sammy Watkins for the most part. Uh, yes, he had a ball that he should have caught that was gunned at him, but I really like that play down near the goal line, uh, that shows a lot to go in and go get that ball low and, and come up with that catch because it was a big third down conversion for Kansas City.
2: Well, and I, after the first quarter, I already declared the MVP race over. You've got 15 games and three quarters of a game left to, to prove to me that Tyreek Hill is not the league MVP. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to be able to do it, um,
0: no, this is 300 yards.
2: You know, and I, I I tweeted out a, you know, half joke and everything, you know, last week about just based on the on the production that, that Hill had during the preseason and the number of snaps. And, you know, he was on a pace for something like over a season at that rate, like 2,100 yards receiving, was on, a, on rate for 2,700 yards receiving after week one. So clearly, you know, the, the preseason was just a warm-up for Hill.
0: Well, and how many all-purpose yards, Matt?
2: We're off the charts on the all-purpose <laughs> yards. I mean, we're 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 getting up over good grief. Help me out here. We're over what? Over
1: forty-eight hundred by 4, my count. Forty-three right? hundred.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, easily. Yeah. So clearly, we got to start making rooms in the record books. No, I I know Tyreek Hill's not going to be putting up one sixty-nine and you know a couple of touchdowns in a return every single week, but uh, he's. Anyone who anyone who says that Tyreek Hill is not a number one right wide receiver cannot be allowed to comment on football anymore because he is, and that that argument's done. And now I think it's just a matter of you know where he ranks among the upper echelons. And he's not going to, I said, like I said, he's not going to do this every week, but he's got the potential to do this just about every week. And with with what Andy Reid can do with him, and what some of the things we saw today, and what Patrick Mahomes can do, it's going to be really interesting to watch.
0: And, you know, I, we need to take a quick break, but i got to say one last thing on Tyreek Hill real quick. One of his favorite plays for me is going to be overlooked by a lot of people, uh, and it was the jet sweep type motion that Dat scored on that he got his, what, third touchdown of the day on as well. And to me, I liked it the most because it showed his awareness of the game. He actually tried to slow down and tried to bleed the clock a little bit, mm-hmm. and that is a huge growth thing for a young guy. So I really like that part of the game. Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, we don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust us, guys. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy, easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today.
1: We'd only recommend a service that's been good to us, and that's why we're urging you to take a look at my bookie. You win, they pay. They have live in-game betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game.
0: Join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, Ryan. Go ahead and talk about what you want to talk about, because I know you have a lot to say. I am... And you are going to be insufferable, so let's just go ahead and get it out there.
1: So so my neighbor is an asthmatic, and he happened to be watching the game with me. And luckily, he had his uh his inhaler with him because I literally, at that point, with like eight yards to go before Sherman crossed the goal line, I, I literally had to hiccup and check that I could still breathe. <laughs> because this guy, I, I feel very confident that all of a sudden—and maybe this is the enemy or not—I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. But like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this this dormant tool that you've had for several years has already found a way to be used in this new style offense.
0: No, I, I don't really have a great answer for that. I just watching them hit. Sherman on that type of route with all the other weapons that they have on this offense for defenses to know that they have to be able to guard against that. How do you guard against that offense?
2: And, and he, he actually only had one touch, but it was a really nice touch, you know, Ryan. So, well, but in my head, it was like eight. Look back at the last two games of his career with Patrick Mahomes. He he, he had like 11 rushing yards in his career until the last two games in which he's had, I think, 40 rushing yards. He had like 300 and I think 389 receiving yards, and he's had like, what is it now, 76, something like this, in the last two games. So clearly he's been waiting his entire career to get a quarterback who knows how to use him correctly.
1: And now it's here, although, like you said, didn't get a carry, and I don't think he blocked uh, you know, on
0: anything between the tackles. What I, <laughs> He's what got I will a
2: quarterback say, who, can find, who can match his speed and find him downhill on the wheel rally.
0: Find like him deep, deep, which is impressive. What I will say, and I know we need to talk about the Chiefs defense because it was not good, but what I will say is that uh, it was really fun having Andy Reid basically juke the entire Chargers defense out of their jock strap today on that Anthony Thomas touchdown. That's, it ran that ran the
2: same play twice, and they right. had no idea what happened either time.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. I mean, he it was the exact to same it.
2: play, uh, just different personnel, but the exact same play, and they had uh, both times were completely and totally baffled.
1: And uh, I, and you know what's interesting? I saw them run that in camp, yeah. but it, it, it was different timing. And on both of these plays, he's actually shuffling the ball. He's He's getting rid of the ball across – the face of Kareem Hunt, and that just—it's so choreographed. It—it's the timing is so tight to be able to pull that off. I found that probably the most incredible part about that play.
2: Yeah, the timing is is what what really works on that because obviously, you're you're thinking the ball is going in that one direction and then it goes another way and you've got the the motion that's that's already set up to play and everything. And I can, i tell you what—I would—I—I I don't know if next—I don't—I know Next Gen Stats does not do this, but I would love to see them do with it. Is put together how many yards Tyreek Hill ran in motion pre-snap today,
1: <laughs> right?
2: Because it would—it was—if it was anything less than three hundred yards, I'd be stunned. Uh, he was just in motion all day long, and and it once again that goes to just kind of the fitness that that guy is in and what he can do that on a day when, you know, temperatures were a hundred degrees on that turf in Los Angeles, that he can go out there and, and run around like that all afternoon and, and show no ill effects. It seems like it was just as fresh at the end that he was at the beginning. Wow. I, that's, that's, that's a weapon to have.
0: And before we go over to the defensive side of the ball, I, I do have to say another one of my favorite things that I saw in this game was after Sherman caught that TD pass, you saw the entire offense mob him. It was it was Kelsey, it was, I mean, everybody. And as long as Travis Kelsey is happy winning games, I, we'll be good. As long as he doesn't start getting frustrated because he's not getting the ball, we'll be good. Uh, obviously, it's going to change week in, week out, and I think he will be a more of a focal point going on down the road. But uh, that was very good to see that the entire offense was excited for Sherman.
2: The only, the only thing that play was missing was, was Sherman flipping deuces into the
1: end zone.
0: Yeah. We're doing a backflip. Next time.
1: Do you imagine Sherman doing a backflip? Right? I, I bet he can. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I want to make one comment on Mahomes before we move on to the defense. I know we got to talk about them. But not only and, – and I know people are going to say it's an overinflated four touchdowns. Yeah, two of them were shovel passes. Fair enough. But I, I thought the play – I think it was late in the third quarter that really stood out to me about what he's going to be able to do is not, not these runs where he pulled the ball down and actually got yardage. And by the way, if they run that to the side, uh, that little uh, option read where he tried to get in the end zone a couple of times, they run that to Chris Conley's side and that's a touchdown. But in the future, the thing that really caught me is he got, he got basically sacked at one point with a guy dangling around his feet Still got the ball off and nearly completed the pass. He looked like like Roethlisberger out there, and I think that part of his athleticism, his his strength to to stand there and take that, and still be able to deliver the ball, uh, is something that stood out to me. And I think it's going to play bigger as the season goes on.
2: Well, I, I, I I'll I'll say this as a kind of a positive, because uh, I, I certainly mean it that way. Uh, I think he only really had maybe one or two. What I'd call bad throws, and I know one really stood out. It's the one that, that was the penalty had on when I tried to force it to Conley and Williams. Damian Williams ended up catching it. That was a bad throw. You just he needs to eat one, eat that one, not take it because that should, that could very easily and should have been picked. But you know, I, I think that may that's maybe the same play you're kind of talking about, Chris or Ryan, is that. Uh, there was the play when he gets to the outside and he's, he's scrambling to the right, instead of, you know, forcing it in the end zone, he just throws it into the feet of the receiver. And that's a throw that most of the time that Mahomes will try and force. And that's the kind of ball that can get picked. And he had a couple of scrambles even when, you know, he, he looked like he was getting ready to fire. He saw that there was a guy spying over the middle, uh, pulled it down and took off and went up the middle. And, and that's big growth because that's things that we haven't always seen in training camp. Um, and some things we saw him have trouble with last year was, you know, forcing the ball, especially over the middle, forcing them to coverage, and, and not seeing, you know, not seeing spies and guys who were, you know, laying in zone. So I think there there was some real growth with some of the plays that you know he
0: he didn't make. On uh, I agree. And what and the two things that I think we have to mention before we go a break and start talking about the defense that we haven't mentioned is Andy Reid and his use of the option play and a triple option even with Patrick Mahomes. I thought was pretty interesting, and I thought the offensive line, for the most part in pass protection, looked pretty good, other than one play where Mahomes got sacked from Derwin James uh, because Fisher thought he was going inside and he went out. Uh, I was impressed, and I know they didn't have Bosa, but to mostly keep Mahomes clean for the most part, unless he's out there running running outside the pocket, uh, I thought that was a good game for them. Oh, and his dart to uh, Tyree Kill for that first touchdown was ridiculous as well.
1: Love the full backfield.
2: Yeah, I think when you go the full backfield and you've got Sherman and Kelsey and Hunt back there, though, I think you give it to one of them and you don't have Mahomes taking off on the read option, but...
1: I I agree. Run, run, more, run more plays out of that set. Use it to its full advantage, you know? Do some things that are fairly predictable, but a little bit of power there just sets up that, that option again later.
2: Well, and you're right. I mean, and so much of what I think that they really did today with with letting Mahomes run and do some things and everything is really about setting things up for later down the road, because now you you've got to account for that. I mean, if you're a defense, you've got to account for for Mahomes running in those situations, and and a lot of those those option plays going forward, he's he is going to hand it off, or he is he's, he's going to throw, or they're going to you know they're doing RPO out of it and everything, and and now you've got so many options coming off of those plays. Some of the things that they did today. That uh, I mean, this is the kind of thing I I go back to last season. It's going to take five or six weeks, I think, for other for NFL teams to kind of catch up and defense to f- catch up with what Andy Reid's doing with his quarterback right now, and how quickly they catch up it's going to really depend on how how this season goes for this team.
0: Well, and you watch that and you see what he's able to do, and you know he didn't throw for three hundred yards, but he threw four touchdowns, and yes, two of them were short, but. I, I agree with you. He only had one or maybe two balls that I really didn't like him throwing, uh, and that's all you really want from a QB, uh, especially in his second start and you know taking over the reins for a guy like Alex Smith. Let's take another quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about the defense. Okay, so we have a lot of positives to talk about on offense. Um, Here we go. Yeah, pretty much. And, and I will say there were a couple of positives on defense. Uh, I saw a lot from D. Ford today that I wasn't expecting to see. He was getting after the QB pretty well, and he was being effective.
1: And he handled the run when they went at him. I think it's a positive sign from Ford. And, you know, it's one game, but it's a start. And if he can stay spry and stay healthy, uh, maybe you're going to see the best out of him this season. It's certainly what they have to hope for.
2: Yeah, I, I you know, hey, he had a sack, four quarterback, four quarterback hits today. I mean, that's that's a step up. Now, I, I do have questions because I I do wonder if you know you had him and and Houston switched some roles. If Houston was over there on the, on the left side of the defense, could he have been as productive or maybe a little bit more? I do wonder about that. Um, you know, I, clearly they had Ford playing on the weaker side today, and that's a little bit. Contrary to what we were heard that this team was planning on doing, as far as you know, trying to have Justin Houston attacking the weak side of this defense, and I don't think they did that today. And and but Ford was there and he took advantage of it, and it was a good day. So we're not going to can take away from that. But I I do you know I do wonder you know going forward and everything is just how they're going to manage that with Houston and Ford and where they're going to play this year.
0: Well, what I have to say is, you know, you look at the pass rush defense, and it was very. Actually, I really liked it down the stretch. You had uh, K-Pass and you had Brilliant Speaks getting in uh, towards the end of the game, and they let them, you know, get game reps and and get an opportunity to play. And, yeah, that's when Kansas City was giving up a ton of yards, but they were giving them in the middle of the field on purpose. Uh, You play that type of defense, and you just want to keep everything in front of you. That is what they were doing there, and I'm okay with that. Um, The one thing I will say is, man, where would this team be without Ron Parker?
2: Yeah, a uh, huge day from Parker. Eight tackles, the interception, broke up a couple of other passes. Um, I, there's nobody in this team that's 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 healthy right now who could, could do what Parker did today. And for him to just fall into their laps a week before the start of the season, uh, it's an incredible stroke of luck because
1: I don't know if they win this game without Ron Parker today. I'll say that. I don't know if they win it. I agree with you. And I took a ton of static on Twitter when I said, be happy you have Ron back. And even people today were saying, but look, your safety is making all these tackles. Well, yeah, folks, it's generally a sign of of a mediocre defense when your safety is your leading tackler. And I know Hitch caught up and actually had more on the day at the end. but, But the point is, if you didn't have Ron Parker, you're talking about, Armani Watts or Leon McQuay, if he had stuck around, or Murray back there, and then it's a complete disaster and turns this game on its head.
2: Yeah, you're talking about, you know, you're probably having a, a rookie or, or Jordan Lucas who's new to the team back there, and and you're right. I mean, Ron Parker making eight, eight tackles is it's it's worrisome that you have your safeties involved that much. Eric Murray had nine tackles too, but hey, I'd take that over the possibility that Armani Watts would have only had four of those tackles and then you've got four guys who just, you know, broke through the secondary and, you know, ripped off 50-yard gains or touchdowns. I mean, that's that's the comparison. And, you know, and, and Parker is he is what he is. I mean, let's he's not at all pro. We're not going to put him in that category. It's not what he is, but for this defense, he he does what they need him to do, and he knows it inside and out, which is an, another big big help for this
1: defense. Well, and it didn't helps help today. Murray when Barry can't play like today, right? Exactly.
0: And then there's word that Murray that they're thinking that Eric Barry could play next week. Now we'll see if that ends up happening. But you know, you look at what Ron Parker was able to do, and he was fantastic. I didn't see, and obviously, without seeing all 22, it'd be really hard to know. But I didn't see Eric Murray. Uh, maybe being the liability that I thought he was going to be in this game. Um, And maybe that's because Parker was back there with him. I'm not sure. Uh, But what I will say is I am going to have issues if they continue to have Skandrick be beat the way he was beat today. And I get you cannot guard your guy for maybe five, you know, more than four or five seconds, but he was beat on a couple of routes that he had no business, at least he wasn't even the frame. On both the TVs
2: well, the Allen touchdown for sure looked uh, I looked think like- that was a team breakdown because he had no safety help either behind him, and you you, you put him in that situation, you put almost anybody in that situation with Keenan allen allen 's going to win that most of the time, so I, I think that was just a, that was I think a schematic breakdown. That he didn't have help behind him, and then on the other touchdown, I mean, yeah, he 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 lost his man. You're right. I mean, he he did have to you know kind of extend the play a little bit and everything, but he he did look like a little bit of like he just you know lost where he was in the field at that point. But you're right. I mean, that's that's going to happen. I mean, that, your, your third corner is going to have those issues, and you know, I mean, today they survived it, and I think that obviously they survived it because. The Chargers had some mistakes, and uh, like I said, if the Chargers have a couple of drops that they catch, this might be a completely different game. But yeah. defense won this; they still won the game. So you know, I don't think you can be too critical. Uh, the other two guys that I thought really stood out—one statistically, obviously stood out—is Anthony Hitchens, um, 15 total tackles. What? He had a couple of real DJ. DJ type moves, oh, yeah. I mean, they were there were some real tough hits, some really nice tackles. I mean, I think there were there were a few issues early on, and I think you can maybe chalk it up to rust. But man, once he got well, going, I was he really seemed to be on.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it looked like a tale of two halves for him because I thought he looked a step slow, didn't quite know where he was in, in zone. I know he got run away from in man coverage at one point, and he looked a little dejected about it but second half it all seemed to come right back around um i'm hoping that we see the same thing from reggie raglan next, next week because i didn't see it today
0: yeah he looked a little he looked a little worse for wear and a little bit of a step behind in my opinion uh, there were a couple of plays where he just seemed like he wasn't quite there and i think what you're seeing is they're just getting back to playing and, and getting used to it they're not used to the speed of the game yet uh and you know they're going to be taking on a team and Pittsburgh, who doesn't have a win yet this year, after playing the Browns to a tie, I yeah, didn't even realize that.
2: Yeah, it's, that's 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 really interesting matchup. Now, I mean, it really does. I mean, that's that's a team that the Chiefs have had some problems with.
0: Well, yeah, but it looks like Pittsburgh will they, probably be without Le'Veon Bell.
2: Pretty good chance. I mean, I you know, there's still a chance he shows up and everything. But uh, and uh, hey, James Conner had a pretty good day. But but and I think the Browns are going to be better. But man. That's the that, We've also seen this show before too. That 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 Ben Roethlisberger goes out and looks like uh, just terrible, and then a week later destroys the Chiefs. So okay. you just never know when these two teams get together. But I'll tell you what. You know, the other guy I was going to mention just a moment ago um, that the statistically on the on the stats, she doesn't stand out as much, but I, I thought had a heck of a game as Chris Jones. Um, he was sometimes just destroying his guys in the middle, he uh, and he. And he had a couple of really good moves in the run game. He came really close to, to Rivers on a couple of times in the past game. But, you know, I, it was really the work Jones was doing inside that I think really freed up D4 to have the kind of game he did. So uh, I think Jones had a heck of a game, I thought.
0: Well, and I, I know if
2: he can just get lined up correctly.
0: Exactly. Which are, you know, silly penalties. Um, hey,
1: before we cut, I want to uh, let's give out game balls. Matt, who was your, your player of the game?
0: I
2: think you got to give the game ball to Ron Parker. Um, just just coming in week of practice with this team, getting back his feet back underneath him, uh, having the kind of day he did. I, I thought he was the difference in a, in a lot of different ways. Whether it was just making tackles, making plays, the interception. I mean, it was Ron Parker had a day, man.
0: Ryan, who's your game
1: ball? But there is only one person that this could. Oh, be. give me Who a Forty two, and he, he is he is the the savior of this football team, Anthony Sherman. Thank okay. you.
0: Yeah, you you need to go see somebody about your issues. Uh, I, I have to agree with Matt. Uh, I got to give the game ball to Ron Parker, and I know a lot of people are going to say he needs to go to Tyree Kill, but the problem is, is that if you don't have Ron Parker back there, I don't think Tyree Kill matters with what he did.
1: Well, he matters, well, but it doesn't, okay, it doesn't meant, get you a win.
0: Exactly, it it doesn't get you a win. It doesn't matter in in that regard because he can't make enough plays to keep this defense, uh, you know, in it. So.
2: Okay, now I just have to, you have to grant the fact that I know that we're going to get roasted for not giving a game ball to Tyreek Hill. So that's fine. I will say this the, the Chiefs probably lose this game 28 17 without Tyreek Hill, but I think they lose 45 you know, 38 without Ron Parker. So, yeah. you know, it's pick your poison. I mean, I, I, and I, the reason I, I, I single out Parker and, you know, it's just, it's just that it was so unexpected. I mean, we're going to expect Tyreek Hill to do the kind of things he did today. and it was, it was an incredible game. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it was probably one of the best days, if not the best day, that any player in the league is going to have today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. you know, Parker was just a, so, so out of the blue, the performance he gave today. And it was so critical. I thought it some big moments.
0: And a tip of the hat yeah, to, on, DeAnthony on, uh, to De'Anthony Thomas as well.
2: A couple of oh, huge yeah. plays, the touchdown and the fumble. Absolutely.
1: And all kidding aside, Anthony Sherman's an incredible player, folks. But uh, we all know that Tyreek Hill deserves credit as well. And honestly, we're remiss if we don't talk, you know, put consideration there for Pat Mahomes, too. The fact is, is there's a number of guys that, that earned a game ball today, and they're just not enough to give out. So we're going to leave it at that. But we'll be back with you tomorrow with more analysis of this game. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to us today. And we'll talk to you then. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube, Chris's work on lockedonchiefs.com, and all of Seth's film analysis at theathletic.com. Thanks for listening.